hearts and our minds be perpetually open to you, O oh God, Father, for whatever, for, for the wisdom that is getting ready to come forth, Lord. Let, allow your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding, Father, to settle it in on us in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that the word that comes forth, forth Lord, Father, that it that it res- resonates in us, Lord. Father, that we not only be the hearers of the word, but be the doers of the word. In Jesus' my name, have your way in us, through us, and around us. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come here on tonight, Lord God. Father, it is because of you, Father God, that... Uh, Father, for you said that when two or three are gathered in your name, Father, that you are right there in the midst. So, Father, we honor you. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come and to sit at your feet. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father God, we pray that every distraction, every every um, outside, Father God, everything that is going on on the outside, Father, that it does not um, misconstrued in what it is that you're getting ready to bring um, to, to bring forth to us, Father God. Father God, for we thank you. For our pastor taking this time out, Father, to teach us and to 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 give us seed or to to plant seeds in us, oh God. And Father, we pray that they bear fruit, um, bear um, bear your fruit in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Amen. 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 We thank you, Holy Spirit, tonight. Come and speak to us, Lord. We ask for mercy. Forgive us for our sins. Your word says that we should come boldly before your throne of grace and we will obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Tonight, Lord, we come and we ask that you show us mercy as we learn your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Like I said yesterday, these teachings are special meetings. They are training sessions. And no training is taken lightly. It is to equip each and every one of us to be able to effectively administer the plans and the purposes of God in our generation look at Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 and 12 Ephesians 12 Ephesians chapter 4 11 and Baby, you can read your version first, and then we go to the amplify. Okay. Ephesians four, and then you said eleven and twelve. Yes, please. 
So Christ himself gave the gift of the apostles to the church. He gave the prophets and those who preached the good news. And he also gave the pastors and teachers as a gift to the church. He gave all these people so that they might prepare God's people to serve. Then the body of Christ will be built up. He gave pastors, prophets, apostles that they might prepare God's people to serve. She needs what does Amplify say? church were different varied and he said he himself appointed some as apostles which are special messengers or representatives some as prophets which are those who speak a new message from God they speak a new message from God to people, evangelists, those who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors or and teachers, to shepherd and guide and instruct. And he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, which are the God, God's people, for works of service. So the work of a pastor it's not just to preach on a Sunday behind the pulpit, but that he will equip, train God's people so that they will do the work of God. That is part of your ministry, is to train. My wife is a prophetess. It's not just to prophesy, explain dreams, but you must train others also. 
Amen. So that they will do the work of this ministry. Let that understanding be clear in your heart. And so this meeting is a special meeting to equip. If I was in America practically with you, we would have taken a break, rented out an apartment somewhere, and gone there for one week, three days. We will go on a camping. We will not do anything else apart from learning from God and praying and equipping ourselves. Then we come back well trained. So these meetings that we sit here are very serious meetings. So we got expect some seriousness here because it's a, it's a training session. Amen. If I I can make jokes, we can laugh, but that's not why I am here tonight. If there are jokes that are cracked in the middle of the summer, we bless God. We laugh about it. We move forward. But expect me to have a very serious face. And I expect you to ask. It's very important that you have a willing heart to be trained. It's very, very important. So you just say, Lord, touch my heart. Give me the attitude of a learner that I will learn. Amen. So yesterday, our first half of our training session, we learned about faithfulness. We learned about faithfulness. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter four, verse two. First Corinthians chapter four, verse two that faithfulness is required in any form of service if you can open your bible to first corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 Go ahead, babe. Read your version. Okay. Oh. Those who have been given a trust must prove that they are faithful. Yes. The amplified says. In this case, Amen. go ahead. I'm sorry. Please go um, ahead. Amen. Amen. If um, First Corinthians four two, and this is the amplified. In this case, moreover, it is required 
as essential and demanded of stewards <clears throat> that one be found faithful and trustworthy. Amen. It is required, which means it is essential, it is demanded, it is needed, it's of utmost importance that when something has been entrusted into your hand, you will be faithful. The ministry is something that has been entrusted into our hands. And we ought to be faithful to read. As a leader, you need to be faithful to the vision God has given you. As an assistant, as a helper, as a support, you need to be faithful. It is not your education that qualifies you. Some people feel that the more you have educational qualification, then you are qualified to occupy a position. No. A person can have the necessary qualifications but would lack the essential inherent power of faithfulness and loyalty. So you put them in a position, they just make a mess of everything, just destroy everything. Amen. And so I'm not going to go into that. But we saw the reason why we need this faithfulness. First of all, it is a basic requirement of every minister, of every ministry, of every leader, that you will be faithful. And then we saw that it is also important so that the love of God will fill the church. We saw that people are attracted by love. And we saw that faithfulness means you are reliable. You can be counted upon. We can call upon you and you will not disappoint. And I cited an example that it's like you are a pillar. There is a building with four pillars and you are one of the pillars. And so if the building cannot count on one of the pillars which you represent, then the building is likely to collapse unless another pillar is replaced immediately. Amen. So, we looked at that. We are going to quickly look at something very, very important, and I need your attention. And then, now, can a person be unfaithful or, or unloyal or disloyal? Yes, that is why Jesus said at the end, he is going to say to us, congratulations, 
you faithful servant. That scripture did not end there. He also spoke about the unfaithful servant. The unreliable servant. So one can be unfaithful. But how do you know when you are becoming unfaithful or you are becoming disloyal? It's very important. We are going to look at this so that it will help you and it will help other people. You see, unfaithfulness or disloyalty doesn't happen overnight. It goes through a, ser a series of stages. For someone to be disloyal, it's not just one moment the person gets up and... No. It goes through a series of subtle, subtle stages. You know... And so we are we need to identify it. Write this one down. The first reason why we must know the stages of disloyalty or unfaithfulness is one to identify and kill any such tendency within us. The first reason why we must know the stages of unfaithfulness or disloyalty number one is to help you and i identify and kill such tendency within us the first reason why we need to know these stages of disloyalty is to help you and I, is to help us identify and put a stop or kill any such tendency within us. Secondly, it will also help us detect unfaithfulness in any person we work with or that is with us. It will help us detect unfaithfulness and disloyalty in other people working with us. Amen. Are you okay? Or should I repeat it again? It will help us detect unfaithfulness, unreliability, and disloyalty in other people we work with or any person working with you. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Are you blessed already?
the first stage are you writing it down the first stage of unfaithfulness or disloyalty is called an independent spirit independent spirit attitude or character an independent spirit attitude or character An independent attitude or character, is that what you said? Yeah, an independent spirit, attitude or character. And this, you know, can be so subtle that people do not recognize it for what it actually is. That it is unfaithfulness. Now, please listen carefully. All throughout the Bible, you see series of demonstration of, hey, get out from there, get out. Sorry. All throughout the Bible, you will notice a series of people having this spirit or this attitude of being independent. For for let us look at Matthew chapter twenty-five. This is Jesus speaking. Matthew 25. Let's start from verse 13. All the way. To verse 30. Verse 13 to verse 30. Matthew chapter 25. And let's use Kiara's version. Because it's long, so that. Yeah. Unless maybe his version doesn't bring out. Matthew 
second. Okay, you said Matthew 25 and what? Starting from verse 13. 13, 1, 3. Yeah, to verses 30. It is 3, 0. So, keep watch. You don't know the day or the hour that the groom will come. Again, here is what the kingdom of heaven will be like. A man was going on a journey. He sent for his slaves and put them in charge of his money. He gave five bags of gold to one. He gave two bags to another. And he gave one bag to a third. The man gave each slave the amount of money he knew the slave could take care of. Then he went on his journey. The slave who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work. He earned five bags more. The one with the two bags of gold earned two more. But the man who had received one bag went and dug a hole in the ground. He hid his master's money in it. After a long time, the master of those slaves returned. He wanted to collect all the money they had earned. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you trusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have earned five more. His master replied, you have done well, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you trusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have earned two more. His master replied, you have done well, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man. You harvest where you have not planted. You gather crops where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid. I went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you evil, lazy slave. So you knew that I harvest where I have not planted? You knew that I gather crops where I have not scattered seed? Well then, you should have put my money in the bank. When I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Then his master commanded the other slaves, take the bag of gold from him. Give it to the one who has 10 bags. Everyone who has will be given more. They will have more than enough. And what about anyone who doesn't have? Even what they have will be taken away from them. Throw that worthless slave outside. There in the darkness, people will weep and grind their teeth. Hallelujah. So in this scripture, Jesus was speaking about faithfulness to what has been entrusted to them. And out of the three of them, one decided to remain neutral. Amen. 
I want to see your faces because I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm seeing all walls. My wife, I'm seeing your wall. I'm seeing wall and design. Let me see your faces. Mm -hmm. Nice one. Nice. When a person belonging to a group ministry a company begins to develop an independent attitude character or spirit what happens is that the person becomes autonomous within that setup the rules of the organization no longer control or direct that individual such a person is still a part of that organization but does what he or she wants to do in spite of contrary instructions you understand when you find yourself to be a part of a group a ministry an organization and there is an independent spirit rising up from your life what happens is that you do things contrary to the vision the rules of the organization you do your own thing but you still want to be a part of it that is what is known as independent spirit you are independent you understand for instance if you are part of a church the pastor can say we are fasting on friday and the person with an independent spirit can say oh i mean i have already decided to fast on wednesday so that's what i will do that person is not complying to the law the rules of the organization that comes from the head you know it's like cancer you know how cancer develops cancer you know is when one part of your body decides to be independent of the rest of the body and grows on its own whether it's breast cancer, cancer of the toe, whatever cancer it is, you know. Can you imagine, Shanice, my wife, that you are going to work, right? And your eyes decides that I want to go to the beach. How are you going to get to the work? Huh? You see, your body is a complex structure of different people. The eye and its tribe. The nose and its tribe and their culture. The mouth and its tribe. 
but they all work together to make sure that the whole body functions okay so there is a law governing the eyes the nose the ears the mouth the legs to make the body function in case you decide to go to work and your right leg says i am going to the park instead of going to work how are you going to get there you understand or your nose decides to go on the brain say today i don't want to breathe like i've decided to go on how are you going to survive that is how an independent spirit you are independent of the organization you belong to so if you are part of an organization there is a vision you see ghana and america are in the world but my country is independent of your country so when there is an holiday declared from by america we don't it doesn't apply to us we do our own thing even though we are in the same world you understand and when that happens you cannot and you will not be able to achieve whatever you need to achieve so you need to work on yourself you need to work on yourself why when you call for a meeting you have a member who says um i don't think this important meeting doesn't look important to me i'll decide to come to the ones that i feel they are important and ignore the ones that's a very dangerous person it's better to be out of the group you are part of and be on your own and do your own thing than to be a part and when the leader says this you also have your own mindset your own attitude your own character how can the vision be built how can it be actualized how can you bring forth Jalen? both the husband and the wife has to come together right to bring forth a baby if the husband decides oh I, her, how can the baby be brought forth can see you guys are tired the way you guys are yawning your eyes are turning up and down what food did you eat is was it an heavy food hmm? It was um tacos. What, what is tacos? Tacos um you put on soft soft tacos. <coughs> it's with the meat and the cheese. Um, you know, put whatever toppings you want on them. Okay. It's like a tortilla with yeah, meat and cheese. Is that what? Yeah. Have you eaten? Are you guys? Have you eaten Shanice? My wife. Have you eaten? Yes, sir. Okay. So you are too heavy. Allow the food to break down into pieces. 
let it not make you feel sleepy amen but are you understanding what we are learning When you have people with independent spirit, such a person obeys only certain instructions, the ones he or she thinks is important to him or her. You know, when you have, let's say you have a church and you have choristers, and you declare a prayer meeting, rehearsal, teaches. An independent chorister will say that I think I just have to attend the rehearsals. She will not want to attend the prayer meetings or the outreaches. Hmm? When that happens, this individual is doing exactly what she thinks or he thinks is right or is independent of what your instructions are independent you know the truth of the matter is that we need each other we need to depend on each other right the first time human beings demonstrated independence was when they sinned against god and decided to live on their own our independent life has not brought any good thing to our lives. He had to even take God to say, these guys, let me go and stay, save them. They cannot save their, themselves. You understand? Human beings for years, thousands of years, have been independent of God until they start suffering. And they are in pain, and they are in difficulty, and they are in trouble. And that's that. Lord, I know you. I know you can do great things. And I start to depend on him to heal them. Nature teaches you that you cannot survive alone. You need to depend on each other. The nose needs the eye. The eyes needs the mouth. Male and female. Moon Imagine there is no sun and it's only winter. People will die. Imagine it's only winter, uh, um, sunny and there is no... We need the cold and the hot. We need the seed time and the harvest time. You cannot just do one thing and it will destroy you. So we need things to complement each other. The Bible says that when two lie together, they keep each other warm. When my wife came, when we were lying together, I tell you, it was a night. Because sometimes I'll be very cold and she's warm. And I hug her. I say, hey, babe, Charlie. I hug her so much. And I keep asking her, why is your body hot and my body is cold? <laughs> I don't understand this. Man, I'm a type who doesn't like cuddling, but I tell you, I used to cuddle. Fair realize I'm hugging her. Said, but it's hot. And I needed that hot to keep me warm. Amen. 
he saw that the master gave talents that they were supposed to invest and the one that was given one talent decides to do his own thing and when the master came to look at what he was telling him hey, i know you are a wicked and a hard man go ahead babe can you explain what he was saying that you you plant where you want can you explain that to me because i didn't quite fully understand it okay the part it's simple babe they've been giving money to invest so that the master will profit no 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 i'm talking about the part where he says dad a hard person you reap where you do not sow Is that not what you're talking about? Right? And and I'm explaining to you that in order to understand it, you look at you need to look at the entire picture. He gave them money. Supposed to use the money for business transactions and then when the master comes, he will benefit. The rest invested the money. You know, he the master was not there. It was the servants, the five, the one that had the five talent that worked at. It was not the master that worked. You understand? And when he came, the profits, he wanted to benefit from it. And the one with the five talents said okay this is what you gave me and i've actually gained more and this is it so wow i did not work you worked for it but you are willing to give it to me as a blessing and then this other guy comes and says, me i'm not like that i'm not going to use my life to do this and that and then you now take the glory Yeah, understand. You now benefit from me, then yeah. That's not how my life I work. You see, for instance, you see in my church, right? My my founder, the founder of the church. When people are praising, they praise him for the achievement of the ministry. But the truth of the matter is that and the, the the church is over three thousand to four thousand churches all over the world and people come and say wow what a great leader are you what a great leader but the branch in usa is not the one that started that branch you understand it was one of his people he trained that he sent him there so you travel to this place, go and start ministry under our banner. And so when they are praising the soul, forever free, Kiara is a very great leader. She planted about 20 branches. Meanwhile, the 19th branch, your physical legs did not step 
in that place. It was Shinis that you sent. And she went there and she has built a massive ministry. But the glory comes to your name. That's why he says, you did not sow it. You are want to benefit from it. You understand? So, so, what's the moral of the story? Because is it speaking of gifts or our life? At the end, he said the kingdom of heaven is like if you want to understand heaven, this is how heaven operates. Heaven entrusts you with something and heaven expects to benefit from it. Like life. God gives you life. What do you do with the life? Okay. Does God, does God benefit from the life you have? For instance, right. you, you see, use when you think about titan, okay. yes, you think about titan, 10%. Instead of giving God 10%, people are like, I work for the money. It's not God that came down to work. Forget that. The one that gave them the life, the energy to even go there to do the job was God. You understand? So the moral of the story is that heaven is looking for faithful people even if at the expense of them not taking the glory. Because they are servants. A servant does not really care whether glory is administered to him or not. He just wants to please the master. Huh? And there are so many things that can be attributed to the master, but it was not the master who directly did it, it was the servant. But the servant's mind and heart is all for my master, all for my master. You understand? So, in this scripture, it's not just one moral, you, you can get several lessons. From this scripture. You understand, babe? You you look confused. Go ahead and ask your question. Are you okay? Amen. So, let's give you an example. You have a ministry. UVW. Shinis, I'm seeing Jaleno. I want to see your eyes. Or, or you are tired of seeing me. UVW is founded by the grace of God through your hands. You have people under you. There is a vision for UVW. In order for the vision to be achieved, you need faithful, loyal, reliable, dependent 
people. Without that, you cannot achieve your vision. You must be faithful to the people you are leading and they must be faithful to you. It's not just they being faithful to you and you be unfaithful to them. Then you are going to reap unfaithfulness because what you sow is what you reap. Faithfulness breeds faithfulness. Right? If you are faithful to some, automatically the person will be faithful to you. So when the person becomes unfaithful, then you have the right to question the person. Why are you doing this to me? Because that's not what I am doing to you. And faithfulness, it comes at a cost. Sacrifices must be made. Prices must be paid. Even in the midst of mistakes, when you have helpers, followers or servants or workers with you that are faithful even if you make a mistake they will still abide by you because something is greater than your mistakes which is loyalty they say even in your mistake you can still depend on me i'll not leave you so what is the vision for uvw I believe she needs your assistant, right? She needs you are my wife's assistant. Jalen, move out of the camera. Let me talk to your mother. The meeting is between me and your mother. Amen. Are you at Yes, sir. So my wife, what you are saying, I cannot hear you. You are muted. So I was talking to Shanice. I was telling her how I think you want her to be in the camera. Oh, okay. Is I was it, telling her to turn her phone so her face is in the middle. Is, is it that the phone cannot come like the way you are seeing me like this, based on where it is? If it's, if it's that, that's not a problem. It's okay. You can leave it. It looks like the phone keeps working. See? It's because um, it's a lot of stuff on the table. And the way I have it, it's, it's um, on this, yeah. It keeps, it keeps moving because um, it's not like on the table. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can move some stuff around here. Beautiful. So,
you are part of UVW and you are not just a part but you are a pillar assisting your God-given prophetess you need to be loyal first of all to God then you become loyal to the vision God gave to Kiara then you are now loyal to her God should be able to rely on you God must be able to rely on you the vision must be able to rely on you she must be able to rely on you she must be loyal to God she must be loyal to her vision she must be loyal to herself and she must be loyal to those that are behind her those that are following those that she is leading amen without that you will not be able the ministry will crumble you cannot achieve what you need to achieve and you cannot be independent that's the first stage oh i'm not going to the other stages you understand this is the first stage you know i just want to make it short so that you guys can go and rest because it's been a long night the first stage is one that is independent let me tell you a story you know my 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 pastor right many years ago when she was when he was young the one i said as a, a branch over three thousand four thousand all over the world church just one church alone is about six thousand to seven thousand people that's where i attend church young people only young people you know many years ago he belonged to a group that had branches over the country and he founded one of the branches in this group but as time went on he started having difficulties with the leaders in the group he belonged to and he thought to himself that his superiors were out of the line spiritually and the group he had started under that organization was growing far even growing larger than the leader's own he was doing well than the leader and so when the leader now calls for a meeting her he now tells them that he, that he cannot come for their meeting because what meeting are they doing i mean he has his own meeting because his ministry is even growing down she needs in the process where god even anoints you and start to use you far greater than kiara if that happens don't assume that you are better than your leader you still need to submit yourself humble yourself under her if you don't want that you cannot be a part of the organ just move away and go and do your own thing so that if she will have to struggle and raise somebody else to fulfill the vision god has given that will be right and when you are leaving you have to learn how to live in peace so that you go and do your own thing but if you want to be a part of it 
it takes a lot of humility to be loyal a lot of submission pride will not make you become loyal pride will not make you become faithful to your head and your leader it's very important you have you understand this but as a leader She's supposed to make sure she's ahead of the people she's leading. That's the core um, demand of every leader. Your support, your, your helpers should not know, know more than you. When it comes to prayer, they should not be able to pray more than you can pray as a leader. When it comes to knowledge, you have to be knowledgeable than them. Because you are leading them, so you need to be ahead of them, one step ahead of them. Okay, and so the, as a leader, there is a great responsibility on you to keep improving. You cannot stay at one place. You keep to improve in your knowledge of the scriptures, in your knowledge of God, in your knowledge of anything you are doing for the vision to be actualized. And in case you even assistant God even gives you grace and say, I'm going to bless you. And then you now start to feel that, oh, I'm better than my leader. You're not going to, when he calls for. Sometimes what people don't know is that because you are under that leadership, that is why you are being successful. Many people get deceived that when they moved out, things will work out for them. They will still be successful and they don't know that they are successful as a result of their faithfulness to the leader and god has looked upon that to even open the heavens over their lives to bless them to be very fruitful the only time you can have the audacity to say that I'm not going to follow my leader is when your leader deviates from following God or Jesus Christ and wants to follow something else. That one you say, go, go your way. I cannot follow you. Amen. So, what is the vision of UVW? Understand that. Let it be a part of your heart. Let it be a part of your life. Let it, when your blood is cut off, when your flesh is cut out, your veins should spill the visions of UVW. If you, are, if you are loyal to God, when they cut your veins and let God come out of you, scriptures. Because God is going to count on you. It's a marital affair. This, that's why I told Lucero that we are supposed to be together till we die. Is the ministry thing? Please understand, we are married to Jesus. He's our husband, the Bible says, and we are the wife, whether I'm a man or a woman. And we need to have this clear understanding. You don't leave your husband 